Gus, I'm cross. I'm crossing my arms. Why? Because I was on a break and you dragged me into the podcast. What, Eddie? That is not indicative of what happened. Okay, so sure. I messaged you yesterday and I said podcast tomorrow. And then this morning I said, what time are we doing the podcast? But you really twisted my arm over here, man. I'm not getting twisty, dude. Stop being mean to me so much. Dang it. I won't, but okay. Noted. I won't change my behavior, but noted. Dang it. I can't handle you at your worst. That's for dang sure. (laughs) Which means you don't deserve a little something. And I I think you can fill in the blanks. You at your best. Oh, I was going to say my penis, my rod. Oh, I'm not supposed to do... I'm not supposed to be talking to other guys right now, Sabrina said. Got a little embargo there, you know? Sabrina <clears throat> listens to every podcast episode to make sure that I'm not saying you're allowed to see my rod. Yeah. <laughs> to just do a little comb through. I don't... I'll say it. I don't like saying... I don't like the phrase rod for a penis. Rod is not... I don't like that either. Yeah. There's a lot of what, them I don't like. But I one that's always a winner... Schlong. Schlong's great because it's also like it rides the line of like goofy, silly, but not overtly crass, you know, like fucking bleh. It's like just schlong, you yep. know, it's like and a little cool uncle schlong. Correct me if I'm wrong here. I'll give a I'll give a thumbs down to cock, but I'll give a thumbs up to cock and balls. Yes. That's funny. Friendship friendship ended with cock. Now <laughs> cock and balls is my friend. <laughs> Well, welcome back, guys. Sorry about the little break week we had. We had a little situation where not only did Gus and I forget to record because all days feel like uh, I, I just never know what day it is. But, Gus, I don't know if you know this. Tony um, got snowed in for a blizzard and couldn't get to, to the townhouse to edit. Oh, damn. Yeah. I so, did not know that. Tony, I yeah. know it's been brutal in the Midwest for snow shit right now. Yeah, Tony's uh, car was completely snowed in at his girlfriend's, and uh, and they couldn't, uh, he couldn't go home. So damn. Uh, that's partially why it was missed. Um, and also, small notes for people that don't follow me on Twitter. I made this stupid fucking post. I'm, I'm not taking a break, but like I'm working on my video right now. Had, had a little bit of a depresso mode week last week, but things are looking better. And, dude, I got to say, like, I tweeted out, you know, kind of feeling real insecure about it and thinking, you know, maybe the response was going to be like, your job's easy, fuck you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was so nice, and a bunch of our friends who are creators reached out to me to make sure I was doing all right. It made me feel way better instantly. So shout out to everyone for being so nice to me. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And and thank you for the patience just with stuff like that, honestly, yeah. too. Like, we're, we're trying to be as communicative as possible. But <clears throat> seriously, sometimes, just some weeks, you're just like, I am just, it's kicking my ass right now. Like, I'm doing other shit, and, and I'm trying to, like, work on stuff on the home front or just other projects. And I, like, I just need a little bit of time. Sorry. Yeah, so. and that's one thing I want to stress, too, because I'm sure, like, if I was listening to YouTubers I watched a couple of years ago talk about this, I think a small part of my brain would, and it would be, like, kind of correct to feel this way, to be like, just fucking work. I get up and go work, too. And it's like, I get that. I actually miss I had a way easier time. I was. I think I, we both were really good employees for the jobs we worked before this. I had a super mm-hmm. easy time just being like, well, I don't feel like going to work today, but I'll just do it. It's a, like the mindless task that I can do. And I have a lot harder time uh, doing that, I think, with 
YouTube stuff. And I think that's kind of understandable with creative stuff. But uh, yeah. it's I think my biggest worry, and I think yours too, is I don't want to ever be having a really bad week and try and fake it and have people tell, you know? That yeah, would, that's not good. That I would rather kind of disappear for a little bit than post a video that I completely just like shit it out. And I was just like, hey guys, welcome back. And I'm just crying as I smile, you know? <laughs> it's just, I, I feel like I can't do that. But I appreciate everyone being so cool because – in a way, it is like we are in extremely privileged positions. So for me to be like, I'm sad, and for people to be supportive about it, like, thank you. I appreciate it. That is really generous of people. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, you know, what's a conscious thought that I was having the other day, too, was uh, – we've spoken to this to some extent before about and, – and definitely me more than you, but how I, I cannot fucking respond to people, you know? Like, I can't yeah, – DMs and texts and shit. And – a positive thing, obviously, as we talked before, is, you know, hopefully home stretch here, hopefully a few more months till there's some semblance of normalcy and we're all vaxxed up and stuff. But uh, I'm starting to realize now, too, oh, my God, like, there are some people that I just haven't, you know, like, people that I haven't really regularly talked to that I haven't gotten back to for months and months, uh-huh. if not, like, a year at this point. And I'm like, I, I just almost even want to put out a message like a video message and just say like if you are my friend on YouTube please watch this and just be like again I just feel so bad of like yeah I, I mean, hope no one felt like I was avoiding you I feel buried under like the obligation of responding sometimes and sometimes you know you just have to like tighten your group a little bit and just be like I'm just talking to Sabrina and Eddie and a couple friends right now I'm sorry I can't handle talking to so many folks right now you know? I think a lot of people have this in common with us too where I, I I think we both have this thing where I'll have a message I want to respond to but I know that it'll spark like let's say it's even for plans to play video games with somebody like they ask me and I can't mm-hmm. that day instead of just saying oh I can't that day and then talking to them that little bit of like oh, I have something else to say and I got to figure out the right way to say it will keep me from responding. And then it will just build as this like mountain of disrespect. And I'm just like, yes. I don't, when do I say anything? Um, also, uh, I, I think mainly too, and I feel for everybody doing this during the pandemic, I think the biggest weight of, of mental stuff as well is just like, I miss my family, dude. It's That's the big thing I think is like, I'll have mm-hmm. weeks where I'm like, I feel pretty down i wonder what's wrong it's like you've spent three weeks with your family this year oh yeah Yeah. that makes sense you know and it's like anybody doing especially like anybody who is away from their family during this whole thing uh i i'm sure you've been dealing with some hardships and so uh props to you for overcoming them too dude it's been like so when i had that stretch in june where i went to wisconsin at that point in time that was the longest i'd ever gone without seeing my family and now i'm well over that it's been like eight months i haven't seen a single person and months and months ago you know we kept thinking hey maybe if stuff is better again maybe it'd make sense for sven to come like be able to do the you know quarantine and then shack up over here for a week at at our place and obviously just the cases were through the fucking roof and that couldn't happen so like like, that was so disappointing, but like, it, ugh, I just, I'm so, I'm at the point right now where like, there's some fun stuff that I'm working on in the house, and I like doing all the Skyrim stuff with its streams and projects and shit, but like, I I am so at this point, like, just let me see my fucking brothers right now, dude. Yeah. Let me see my parents, you know? For real. And so that's where it's like, I, I just appreciate where it's all those things on top of each other, and so my biggest insecurity is always worrying that 
you know, people who are busting their ass way harder than us will be like, fucking suck it up, dude. But it's just yeah. like, I, I appreciate that everyone was cool. Because I really was anticipating a little bit of that. And everyone was just really nice and awesome. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, but that's why, I, I mean, honestly, for real, not to be too sappy, but that's why I'm so uh, happy that, like, you and I are both out here together, even though, you know, we're not roommates anymore. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's for real, you know, like, we moved out here together really not knowing anybody other than a couple YouTube people. And it's like, if I had to do this thing without knowing that you were around here too, of like a person that came with me from the Midwest too, that I'm Mm -hmm. like so close with, man, that would suck. So I appreciate you. Fuck you, dude. Shut up, Eddie. I love you. Shut up. Shut up. I love you, but but get out of here. You know what I was thinking about a lot recently? What's that? I love that there was just this meme movement as we were becoming teenagers to kind of like like erase a lot of weird toxic friendships between men and just being mm-hmm. like, yo, we we kiss our homies. We hug our we we check up on everybody. We make sure we say I love you to our friends, you know? I like and that. That kind of meme push, I feel like made a lot healthier friendships of people our age, and I'm very thankful. For for all I, the uh, the the boys memes that happened over the last like five years, I think so too. And and honestly too, obviously we're not claiming credit for like that. But even oh, to we know relate that we have to the a game s- of the boys. Even we just oh, like yes. saying it. <laughs> Absolutely, but even the idea that we'd have a small shred of a hand in like trying to further like, hey guys, like just be chill with people and stuff. Like that makes me proud. It it, it makes our lives easier, and it's cool to see like. The fact that that seems to be way more of a general tone for just like younger people now of like, you don't, you know, this isn't like 2008 where you have to pat your friend on the back and then some shithead kid will be like, no homo though, no homo. Okay, yeah, we're all men, yeah. we're all men here. It's just like, dude, you can just say I love you, dude, to your, to your boys and shit. And I'm it's so glad great. we made it really embarrassing to be that guy. We're like, now you'd assume someone would just turn and be like, shut up, dude. Like, yeah. what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, it's uh. weird because I, I feel like there's been, uh, you know, with those, like, social shifts, I, don't, I feel like we saw a little bit of it, but our generation didn't see classic bullies like our parents' generation did. And I wonder if movies showing that the bully was always a loser had anything to do with that. Maybe, yeah, because there's always like you get, you know, like this kid's a piece of shit and then halfway through the, the dad pulls up in a Camaro and like, hey, get the fuck in here, come yeah, on! Yeah. And, he's like, and oh, I'm that not saying kid. bullying doesn't exist, but I'm talking about the guy being like, what's up, Johnson? Oh, got your nose. <laughs> got your nose, that's what you do with a little kid. That's <laughs> Give it You're, not, bro, bro, you're making eighth grade hell, bro. <laughs> Give me that freaking nose back. Dude, I... We're giving wedgies actually a real thing. Like, I know giving like it was a, a prank kind of between friends when we were younger. But was mm-hmm. there a time where where bullies were given swirlies and wedgies all the time? I don't want to be in that classic school. <laughs> I I don't think that I've ever seen somebody give or receive a wedgie in my school experience. I do remember, though, I remember a kid giving another kid a swirly, and it was at, like, our after-school church youth group, which is ironic, you know, but, like, what the fuck? Like, I remember that actually happened. I'm like, what the is this a fucking 50s movie? Like, Jesus Christ, dude. What do you got, a switchblade and a leather jacket in there, too, you dope? Like, that's some classic bully shit. Am I saying that a swirly, and hear me out, is kids bop waterboarding? 
And so, <laughs> so w- am I wrong or what's up? I mean, no, that, that sounds very, very apt. <laughs> it's the kids. Some bullying is like the kids bop version of torture. <laughs> you know, the worst part about the church toilets that this person got swirled into allegedly is that it's, it's just so unfortunate, but it's the kind of toilet that is directly conducive to a swirly because it's a rare older toilet that has a foot pedal flusher. Uh-huh. So you could literally use both your hands to like hold onto the kid's feet and then just use your foot to flush to just ensure pure efficient swirling. It's really kind of evil. Our church should really take those out. So you're telling me that your church toilets had a clutch on them? Yeah, dude. Popping a little five-speed in there. Put this toilet in third gear and hit the clutch. Whoa. You're just drowning a kid in the church bathroom. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Dude, I got, some, I got some breaking good news for us on the podcast, which rarely ever happens. What is it? My mom got a vaccination appointment. Ew. Were you go. clapping? Yes, I was. Okay, I so pinched. Discord gave... Full silence there. <laughs> and I was like, dude, like, I'd be a little bit happy about it. Nah. Yeah, it's like, all right, you done? Anyway, so my good news. Hey, know. it's not me. It's not me, not so me. I don't care. It's you. It's you. <laughs> I got to respond to that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that I'm, is really fucking that's, awesome. That's uh, a good deal of my family now. And um, I'll be honest, should have been me first. And that's, hey, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not saying I deserve it more than them. But I am more famous than anyone in my family, and so that maybe plays a role in. And am I being an asshole here, or what do you think, guys? It's kind of bullshit. Like Eddie and I, from the start, we're like, we need to get as famous as possible so that we can cut the line and trample over humanity in any live or life or death situation. And so far, that has not come to fruition here. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I know I'm better than my fellow man, but it doesn't fucking feel like it. You yeah, know, it's like, I'm sitting here just like, I learned that I could get COVID too. What's That's been the bull- point I, of this whole thing? I learned that in November. No one told me all year, frankly. I didn't Disgusting. learn until like three days ago. I must've been spreading it the whole year, dude. Oh man, dude. <laughs> I think of all the places that I've been, my kitchen, my front closet, my guest bathroom. Opening um, the door to a Postmates bag left there. That's oh my god! If you had if you have found yourself in my bathroom closet or front uh, bedroom in the last year, go get yourself checked, okay? Go um, get yourself checked. One thing is, uh, why, dude? I just my brain just erased it. Oh no, I remember. It's when I was talking. I think I was talking to one of my family members about the vaccination rollout in like Illinois and California. And really, though, like we, you and I should probably be the last people in the country to get a vaccine, right? Like we're, we're YouTubers who work from home and have been quarantining safely. Like if there's anybody less deserving of a vaccine, it's us. That's just it. I mean, just like think about the huge priority is like get people back to work, you know, get kids in schools and shit. It's like, you've got people like us who are younger. I'm in the worst shape of my life. But I'm still relatively healthy, you know, and we can do our jobs completely remotely like that. Like, well, I'll, I'll sidle off to the back of the line here, Joey Bidey. All right, you, you guys go ahead. <laughs> Joey Bidey. Well, that's I signed up for the California vaccination stuff, so I think they're going to give me a schedule for it. So I don't think I'll feel bad about, like, it'll be at the point where anybody's getting it that's not an essential worker. Yeah. But 
I feel like still even just scheduling a regular appointment is just like wrong for me. I'm yeah. still, like I'm gonna do it. You know, I just want to get vaccinated. I want to see my family. But um, it's like I wouldn't if if Joey Bidey came out and was like, "Hey, Gus and Eddie, you're the back of the line." I'd be like, "Yep." Uh, that makes sense. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Dude, my okay, grandpa Joe. got his first dose of the Pfizer one, actually, this oh. last week, too. Let's fucking go. My grandma's got her appointment at the pharmacy to get her, too. Mm. I also have another grandma. About. Don't know what her status is, but I hope she's got that coming soon as well. Oh! <laughs> I just want to keep the levels up for the same. Um, but uh, what was I going to say, too? It had to do with... Joey Bidey. It, I, don't, I don't think it did. Um, <laughs> shit. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen before people on the podcast subreddit, r slash Gus and Eddie, go in there and have some fun, um, is like I, that some people couldn't watch the old podcast episodes before the pandemic. And I, dude, I get that. Um, I think those will have a second life once we're yeah. done, you know? But like, I fully agree. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to listen to us complaining about the stupid bullshit we complain about when there's not a pandemic. You this know, is, we're, yeah, we're like, oh, why are bird scooters charged all the time? You yeah, know? Eddie. So my freaking McDonald's showed up and they forgot the McChicken. <laughs> you know, like I, I, as a consumer of other people's podcasts and shows and stuff, I am the same way. Like honestly, it's it's. To the point now, too, where even if it's something that I'm just checking in on, like, I kind of don't even want to watch a podcast right now that is, like, even two months old, you know, because uh-huh. I'm like, well, I don't fucking, like, they're talking about, oh, yeah, like, half the conversations, what are you going to do for your Christmas travel stuff today, other comedian? I don't know. And it's like, yeah. ah, the dude, you didn't even see, like, the shit hasn't happened post-New Year and stuff. Like, goddamn, like, stuff ages so quickly. But I'm, I'm sure that my tastes will absolutely cater back to, like, I just want to see good conversation and shit. Like, when, when everything is just, just that's the norm again. Like, I want to watch shit from three years ago or from last week, you know? I think that's why our podcast has been able to continue and grow during the pandemic, mm-hmm. is it's just stupid bullshit. And whether or not we're trapped inside, it's still just, just dumb bullshit, you know? Um, and I, I like think it. some of the stuff, is, like, especially for pandemic stuff, is, like, I think we, we uh, avoided a lot just because people didn't like it. So maybe, I don't know, we fucking move on. On, I, I, listen, dude. What am I? Listening. I gotta decide what we talk about all the time. What am I, a co-host of this goddamn thing? No, you're not. Come on, what? don't be so hard on yourself. Don't oh yeah, I forgot. I'm that. the CEO. My yeah, wait, I didn't vote on you. The board didn't vote. Hey, listen, you're my VP, what? man. You don't want to get fired, do you? <sighs> no. Okay. So I don't want to hear anything else about it. And I go. If you're I just CEO. Can I be the leader of the universe? <laughs> that was like the most fourth grade thing I've ever. It's <laughs> only fair, dude. I you ever miss like um like that real hard imagination stuff of like making a like a team with your friends in school or something or making like a Man. little crew, you know? I do miss that having everybody fill in their little roles. That's cool. And then uh, one thing I remember, I was talking with Chrissy about this yesterday, is, uh, do you remember, did your school tell you not to do Blood Brothers? Oh. What? <laughs> did That's, yours feel the need to have to yeah, do that? Yeah, dude. Were kids doing and, that? And what it's the happened fuck? with Chrissy's school, too. I think this happened in a lot of schools where they're like, don't, 
don't do blood brothers. You can get a disease. And it was just oh. like, I, it was like, okay, I, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I just, the imagery every time, like, I'm, I don't think I'm a very squeamish person, but some specific shit like paper cuts and anything with like fingernails being well, bent yeah, back. And I wouldn't shit. say it because it's people who feel the same way as you. We're going to have to mental picture it when you're, mm-hmm. yeah, it ain't me dog. I can't. Um, you see that shit in a movie? I'm like, nope, not doing it. Yeah, there, oh, dude, I can't do it. I felt, I felt so bad. There's, there's been a couple of movies where I've just been like, nope, I can't keep watching. I'm such yeah. a dude. I don't know what it is. I still, I really, I respect horror movies. I, I like them as an art form. I've enjoyed a good deal of them, but my body doesn't like being scared. And I, I wish yeah. I had that positive feedback because I get it from like. Uh, I, I like it when it's maybe a ride now, and I didn't like rides before. But when mm-hmm. we were going to like Universal, you know, be- right before the pandemic, I was starting to enjoy like some smaller coasters and stuff. But my brain just won't do it with scary movies, and it does it with I like scary games too. So I don't know what's up. I think that the uh, my tolerance has weirdly flipped, and it doesn't. There's no attributing any sense to it. I used to be such a mega horror movie junkie, and I'm still a fan of them and stuff, but, like, I, I'm i the same way where, like, if it's just a gut-wrenching thing, you know, like, I still haven't even seen Hereditary or Midsummer and, and like, some shit like that, The I Witch. I saw Midsummer, but not Hereditary, because I think it's like, way scarier. Yeah, there's oh, more it, dread it like in Midsummer than, than horror. Okay, yeah, but, like, that's the kind of shit that, like, even three years ago, and I know that that's when some of these things came out, so chill, Uh you know, like, I would, like, watch more of that shit, and I'd be like, fuck yeah, give it to me, but I'm the same way now, where it's like, I will get so upset, like, completely, and and I just don't, I just can't fucking do it anymore, man, I don't know what it is, but with horror game stuff... I used to be able to be like, I can't play that shit. Like, I'd try to play the original Slenderman game in, uh, like, f- fucking, like, geography class, and I'd be like, I can't, I can't even play this shit. It's too tense, because I'm in charge. I can play a horror game, no problem now. I'll be like, yep, toss me into the mix. I'll go in there. I I, that doesn't make any sense. Part of it for me is I don't like the feeling of, like, empathy for a character that something just absolutely horrible is happening to. But when yeah. it's a video game, I, I have more agency and I feel like I'm more of the character than anything. So I don't really mm-hmm. feel for that person trapped in that situation. But that's like part of why it's not enjoyable for me, especially anything with like like someone shrieking. Ah, that's like the worst sound in the world and I hate it. Yeah, dude. That's why I, I, we had to stop doing this. But the old intro for the podcast used to just be me going. Ah! I think you might cut out your shriek for me. Should I do it louder? No, I think your Discord will do the same thing. Is that going through? I heard, I heard it. Like that's that's about it. Wait, wait a minute. Is that your shriek? I'm hearing it now. That's your shriek. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was maybe a little bit uh, soft. Let me do it louder. So you're not doing it. I'm doing it right now. So no, I can hear your throat like. Starting to put out the noise and nothing. So Discord wasn't cutting it out, right? You're just not making a sound? No, I'm doing it. I'm... Oh. oh, oh, I really don't like that. I heard that. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll get there. So I'm... I was a little flat today. You I'm just nervous. Hey, for Sabrina's sake, you Ooh. don't have to work on it. <laughs> I think, I, how about this? I think it's perfect where it is and never do it ever again. You know what? That's, that's very fair. Uh-huh. Uh, I accept the terms. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
There's a, and I'm not even going to do the thing of like, will they, won't they? Because it's obnoxious as fuck. I'm not even going to do it. But uh, me and Ian Kung will like do this thing where we'll do the, we'll say daddy in like a very voice like, like that. And it's to the point where I don't even blame Sabrina. But I'll say it, and she will be like, hey, you have to understand that I actively am upset by this. Like, stop doing that. Like, it's it's so annoying to the point where it's like, I don't want to be in the home if you're going to just do that dumb fucking soundbite thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to push the envelope on that Gus, one. I mean this wholeheartedly. I completely agree with her, and I'm not even dating you. The idea <laughs> of you saying Yet. that in that way <laughs> makes me so uncomfortable, and I don't know why. <laughs> and it's like I'm so on her side here, and I know you are too. It's just like I, you gotta, you gotta cut that out. <laughs> she, I did it on stream the other day just because Ian goaded me into it, and Sabrina's like three rooms away, and she immediately texted me and she said, "Take that outside." <laughs> <laughs> You start you start wheeling your PC onto like a driveway and you're just like so hey guys I said daddy one too many times it's going to be outdoors from now on you're well, walking by hey Eddie it happened again <laughs> you're like oh looks like it's raining fuck me i guess <laughs> I wonder what the ending I wonder what would happen like if you were viewing a stream if it started raining and you were on a PC outside like, is the audio going to cut first? Is the whole stream just going to cut? I want to know. Somebody take your expensive PC. No, don't, please. <laughs> Some kid's going to do It's going to be like the fucking 4chan or whatever, making that kid microwave his phone on Twitch. It's just uh, like, somebody's going to do it. No. Don't fucking do it. Nobody, nobody Twitch stream out in the rain. It's not worth it. Do not Twitch stream out in the rain at 3 a.m. Parentheses, very <laughs> scary. Oh man, that fucking at 3 a.m. trend for YouTube. I'm, most trends for YouTube. It just makes it just hurts my soul. I just don't understand it. Like I love that it's always the 3 a.m. thing too. Of like, it specifically is this cursed like witching hour of like any benign thing that you do or any animated character that you try to call on the phone at that time. It's going to result in your inevitable death. Yeah, when really at 3 a.m., the the reality is it's you and me awake playing Warzone eating pizza rolls. It's not that scary of a time. Yeah. Dude, have you, by the way, have you been playing, like, Warzone at all lately? Not at all. I said Warzone, but I have not played Warzone in, like, six months. Okay, so I'm... I have a bit a mixed bag if I can give my weekly Warzone update here. Uh, (laughs) Okay. I I have been playing Warzone pretty much consistently again for the last few months, and the thing is, they are adding in so many balls-to-the-wall fun game modes. Like, good, good, good shit into there, dude. They're doing, like... And, and, and Cold War, too, actually. Uh, but the thing is, Activision is doing... Or whoever the fuck. They are rotating out like mega popular big game modes like every it seems like every fucking five days like they will like it is breakneck like they will put in shit like in cold war they'll go in and they'll put in like they had a snipers only like core gameplay mode where it was smaller maps snipers only like health turned down a little bit like full old school quick scopey shit Gone in like four fucking days. They yeah. added in like like three v three gunfights. But they're doing it like so quick, and they're not doing the shit where it comes back like recently. And I and like I get to where it's like yeah, throw in new game types, but they'll throw in like a good one, which is like the only reason to play it, and then take it away yeah. indefinitely. 
And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't understand this shit. They're leaving in these dud ones. They keep going, hey, who wants to play Plunder? Everyone's playing Plunder. No one's playing fucking Plunder. Take back the good shit. Give me Zombies Royale, okay? Keep in fucking Resurgence. Don't take that away every goddamn week. That's so dumb. I don't even know what half those game modes are. They, Resurgence, dude, they let you have it. It's a smaller Rebirth Island. It's a tiny COD island, and they have mm. it where if you have at least one person on your team stay alive for, like, 30 seconds, then if you die, like, you can come back in. The pacing's fucking perfect. There's no stupid-ass gulag shit. They put it in for a week and fucking take it away. Why? I don't know. That that happened in Modern Warfare as well. They added a 3v3 gunfight, and Jakey, Tony, and I got, like, addicted to it, and it was gone in five days, and then I just stopped playing, where it's like, especially if it's, if it's uh, like, a number of people that you usually can't play. But I don't know. Whatever. They, it seems to be working for them, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess. Hey, guys. Uh, this is an ad for the podcast. I don't know why I said it like that. I just want to thank uh, Mac Weldon for sponsoring this podcast episode. Uh, the new normal uniform has a lot of us searching our closets and drawers for men's essentials that aren't there. Instead of the usual casual button-up jeans, it's soft-knit polos, tees, joggers, and active shorts, especially joggers for your boy. Uh, whatever men's basics you need, Mac Weldon has you covered with unmatched comfort and fit. Guys, they got socks, they got hoodies, they got underwear, they got polos, they got shorts. They promise comfort and a consistent fit. And I'll say, I actually wear, I've mentioned before in the ads, I wear Mac Weldon joggers all the time. I wear Mac Weldon underwear that I've gotten from sponsorships, but I really do like them a lot. They're super comfy. And like, if you don't, if you're still wearing super cheap underwear that's uncomfortable, uh, like you got to upgrade it. You wear your underwear every day for real. That's so they didn't write that for me. I just want to say that for real. It's like the next step in your own comfort. Uh, so they got Weldon blue, which is their totally free loyalty program. Level one gets you free shipping for life. Once you reach level two by spending $200, you get 20% off every order, uh, for the next year. Um, so guaranteed, Mack Weldon wants you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep them and they still refund you, no questions asked. So for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash GusNetty and enter promo code GusNetty. That's MacWeldon.com slash GusNetty, promo code GusNetty for 20% off. Mack Weldon reinventing men's basics. Much like the wheel, except instead of making you go somewhere, it's it holds your balls. All right. Well, thank you for Mac Weldon. Uh, always sponsoring the podcast, being a longtime sponsor of, of my stuff and also the podcast. So thank you. And enjoy either the next ad or the rest of the episode. So maybe you'll see Gus. I don't know. Hey, guys. The sponsor for today's podcast is Candid. Thank you, Candid, for sponsoring. Are you unhappy with your smile? You don't have to be, guy. You don't. Thousands of people have used Candid, the clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten their teeth, and now they love their smile. Candid is here to help straighten your teeth so you can fall in love with your smile too. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. You'll have the same quality of care that you'd get from an in-office orthodontist from the comfort and convenience of your own home. And while other companies use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is from or is with you rather from start to finish, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. The average Candid treatment is just six 
months, you'll start seeing results way before then and it costs thousands less than traditional braces. Become your best you. Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, you can save $75 on Candid's starter kit. Go to CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie and use code Gus and Eddie. That's CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie. Code Gus and Eddie. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. That's CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie. Code Gus and Eddie. Thank you, Candid, for sponsoring. I'm kissing. Get out of here. How about we hear from our freaking boys, Eddie? What do you say about that Let's dang crap? Let's hear it. I want to hear a question. I want to hear one or two preguntas or maybe three or four. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Let me take a little peek, guys. Follow us on Twitter at Eddie Burback. That's my username. It's not. And at no. Gus Buckets. That's Eddie's. That's also not accurate. Can, <laughs> I, okay. can I mention real quick? What? The fact that Twitter won't verify me, dude. It's kind of hilarious at this point how fucking dumb that is. Especially like Instagram verified me. And Twitter yeah. has tweeted at me, like, joking to me before. And I can't fucking get verified. It's like, what's different about Instagram, my man? And I care so much more about Twitter. I'm tweeting all the time. That's, like, my main social media that I'd actually give a shit about. Yeah, Not that I it's, like, it. the best. But, like, that's where, like, news happens. Memes happen. Conversations and networking happens. That's the go-to place, dude. That makes what no fucking sense. What I needed to sense. do was, especially, it was the people who on Vine struck gold. Like, Danny and Drew. Because mm-hmm. Vine was, you know, owned by Twitter. And if you got Vine verified, you got Twitter vi- verified at the same time. And that was, like, Ooh. gold. But uh, I was too young for to be good at Vine. So whatever, I guess you win this one, Drew. Take, I got one two, for take you. Take two of these. I'm giving the finger to the camera. Take don't, these, Drew, Drew. Don't look at those, Drew. Take don't look at my these, friend Eddie. Sorry, Drew. Close your eyes. Sorry. Don't do that. <laughs> He's not ready for kind of stuff like that, Eddie. That's not cool. That I'm sprang sorry. upon him. Yeah, That's okay. No. He'll get better. <laughs> He'll get better. Uh, anyway, no. You know, it'd be really funny. Here's how you get verified, Eddie. Boom. What's Here's up? a little excursion for you when the world is over. Okay, okay uh, Gus suggested something to me that is a current video I'm kind of working on for like a long time from now. So great suggestion, Gus, but we had to cut it so somebody doesn't steal my idea. It's Pillow Guy 5. We're skipping ahead to Pillow Guy 5 and Eddie's <laughs> uploading it. It's in 4D. <laughs> 4D Aromascope Pillow Guy on my channel and it's the fifth <laughs> one when there's only been two. It smells like linens, like your your CD, you know, your fan exhaust starts kicking out like linens and like old Bud Light and spit yeah. and shit. Dude, mm. that's one thing for the Super Bowls tomorrow. And I was like, you know what oh, I yeah. want? I want cans of beer because I haven't had cans of beer in a while because the delivery I get is always uh, bottles. Oh, I yeah. don't. I don't. I realize it's a beer that I don't even really like a lot anymore. But for the nostalgia of, of my early uh, early drinking days, I want cans of Bud Light. That trash. Man, give it to me, dude. Just fucking smash them, dude. Like, you got the cans stacking up. You make a little can. Did you ever do, like, canned pyramids or, like, wizard staffs and shit? Just dumb hokey party stuff with the boys? I did not because most of my drinking was uh, community college drinking at home. Um, So I did not. That's true. You can't have wizard staffs in the residential basement. It's just too dangerous. I feel like (laughs) it would be weird if I was, like... You know, in my mom's place and making like beer wizard staffs and being like, you know, like, hey, mom, check out this beer pyramid I made, you know, when you're in their (laughs) actual place. She comes downstairs and you're just wielding at her. (laughs) (laughs) Beating beating her down. You're poking my eye, Eddie, with your Bud Light staff. Stop that. (laughs) 
Anyway, I'm going to steal the vaccination from my mom. I'm (laughs) I'm going to run at her with a Bud Light staff and try and get it from her. That's a good idea. That'll work probably. Oh, man. I miss having some light stuff. That's We have... uh, and and uh, full disclosure stuff, you know, Sabrina does a lot of work with like the Voodoo Ranger people who are really wonderful, and they send us like beer pretty regularly. Whoa! And it's and it's delicious, and I love like like all the different flavors and stuff. But truthfully, for myself as a beer drinker, I almost feel like. You know how we felt like at Bufferfest the first year where it was almost a joke of like, why did you invite us to this like really nice thing because we're these two goofy little greasy guys? Yeah. That's how I feel with beer stuff where it's like you can give me the shittiest light beer like I don't I don't need this like I usually drink that other stuff so I it's been nice to have some of that beer but I'm truthfully just like Give me a fucking twelve or a Miller Lite or some shit. Yeah. I don't care like give me some Rolling Rock dog, please That's You, you ready you ready for me to, to be an ass? Yeah, what's, what's the name of the company voodoo ranger? Yeah tastes like piss Eddie! Tastes terrible. I've never had it in my life. Ta- I can't drink this stuff. It's fucking awful. Eddie, those are the guys that make Fat Tire. That's like your freaking favorite. Wait, those are the guys that make Fat Tire? I... New Belgium. <laughs> there have been things that I've said on this podcast. You better be I crying. It's going in the thumbnail. Regret. Okay. Hold on. Tony, I... give Eddie the sad Brandon Fraser eyes. <laughs> Wait, no. I can do it myself. Okay, and good, good. I think Brandon Fraser's got a roll soon, so that's nice. Action. I have said things on the podcast that I now regret. I what's the company? Voodoo Ranger. Yeah. Voodoo. Ra- Why can't I? I'm 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 having a little too much pressure. I usually can cry on command, and I'm only getting a little bit of watering. Think about that time, how sad you were that I you didn't hand me the Kleenex in Canada, and I was crying, and you were crying even more sad. behind the camera, but people sad. didn't see it. I wasn't sad, but I did make a tear here. Okay, okay, I got it a little bit. Go, 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 I go, can't go. Tell, I can't, there's a tear on my hand, but I can't, you can't see it as, as well on camera. Just spit in your eye or something, dude. Oh, I can't get the angle. I'm trying. Oh! Um, getting it, Tony. I, what, is, what did Logan Paul say? I've, I'm, I'm, it's a severe lapse in judgment. Which, he said that about showing a dead body. Uh, <laughs> I've had a severe lapse in judgment. I enjoy fat tire. Um, and Voodoo Ranger, please send me some free beer. And cut. Are we out? Um, yeah, no, I guess so. It's, uh, pretty easy for me. I guess I just sold that scene really well. Oh, I had the lens cap on the whole time. Fuck. What? Sorry, On my dude. webcam? In my, in my place? I didn't know, dude. I came in there, I slipped it in there ahead of time so the NSA wouldn't see your N-ass-A, you know what I'm saying, boys? I hear ya. Dude, I, I actually, uh... My stream room, I treat like a time bomb where it's just like, I, I at one point I'm sure I'll accidentally be streaming, so I never walk into this room if uh, I'm not wearing clothes. I never mm-hmm. walk into it. It's just like I, the only time I enter this place is when I'm fully confident if I could walk in, I wouldn't be embarrassed on stream. Dude, living in a double Twitch house now, like, it's nuts. I, I'm so fucking scared. Even unplugged cameras, I find myself flinching at now. I'm just like, it, it. okay, that's all good. Every yeah. night, I, I walk through and I make sure that I physically unplug my microphone. I will, I can't tell you how many times I've been, like, a little less than sober, and then I'm just, I'm, like, going to bed, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that likes to check for the doors locked and the windows locked at night mm-hmm. and make sure all the shit's turned off, and I'll come in and I'll be like, 
I know I turned my monitor off. Let me just turn that back on. Streamlabs is done, right? It's off. It's quit. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, was yeah. terrifying for me? For the, the little bit that you remember when I was, the first like four months I streamed, it was out of uh, my room. Yeah. So imagine that panic all the time. Like, oh, uh, no. Like my bed was in view of my webcam. And so I'd have to like unplug it and be like, I know it's unplugged, but what if? You know, like what if something's wrong? It's a fucking uh, nightmare. Yeah, but oh, Preguntas. I can, we got sidetracked. Oh uh, yeah, Preguntas. What to buy a bunch of shit? All right. So anyway, guys, you know how to follow us. Get the thing. Get in there. Do it. Um, at Goblin Abbey says disagreement. My father thinks it's socially acceptable to burp loudly in public as long as he says excuse me after. He does this super often and will often do it in stores. Please tell him it's gross and inappropriate. Dude. Come on, my guy. What the fuck are you... Listen, if you're in the safety of your own home and you know nobody's bothered by burps, you can let out one and say, excuse me. But mm-hmm. it's... But, like, in public... At what? Like, restaurants and stores? Come on. Yeah. That's fucking gross, dude. That's such a one out of ten toxic dad slash uncle thing to do where it's like, what are you trying to assert dominance or just command the attention of people all the time? Like, I, Yeah, to try and do it super loud. Like, I mean, obviously people burp in public, but like uh-huh. not, not a competition to like belt one out super loud. I just don't like the, you know, and I'll, I'll burp sometimes even on like stream or something and just be like, oh, sorry, excuse me, you know, but I'm not like, when you're in fucking public and you're foisting that upon somebody like that, you know, like... I can just picture this guy with, like, suspenders on, sitting down at a Chili's after church, and the waitress comes over, and he just fucking rips one and smiles at her, and is just like, I'm eliciting a reaction out of you, right? <laughs> like that fucking guy. Don't do that. You're not impressing anyone. Yeah, that's one. not okay. If you're doing anything to command attention in public, um, stop. And that's yeah. pretty much my main advice is just let people enjoy themselves in public. You should start muzzling yourself and wearing camo in public. That's how far in the other direction you should go. I don't want to hear you or see you ever. Yep. You should Thank be you. an absolute ghost. Not tricky at all. Uh, all right. At Ashlyn L18 says, what is your guys' coolest party tricks? I don't know if I, I have one. I don't have party tricks and I've always wanted one. And I want it like you'll see that shit of like tricks at a bar or something, and I and I want to be the guy that can whip some shit out like that, you know. Dude, we got to find a dual party trick that we can pull out after this, so we can have a really cool party trick we do together to wow people when we go back to parties. That would be really cool, actually. If there's a way that we could like make it just so, and obviously we're kind of showing our full hand here, but I don't think all our friends listen to the podcast. That's fine. You know, you think you know a guy and that they support you, but it's fine. They just don't give a fuck about us. But if we could like coordinate a cool trick where it seems so low key, what's the idea? So essentially I pull out a deck of cards, right? Mm -hmm. I give, I show one special card to everyone, but you, Mm -hmm. and I say, memorize the card. You guys got the card. And they say, yes. Then you cross the other side of the room. I, I grab the whole deck of cards. I wind up like I'm pitching a baseball. Mm-hmm. And I throw the whole pack, and it poof, hits you. The cards go everywhere. You catch the card that I showed them between your ass cheeks. Okay, can I just I have a few questions? Uh-huh. So first, are you just hucking a full pack of cards at me in a, at a party? A full pack, including the card that I just showed everybody. Okay. And so, so you and you find I, I mean that's kind of more your thing is you find a way to catch the one maybe I'll I'll fold it a little bit so you know that's the one and it's just so I wind up throw poof, 
and then you you're like ta da, and you've got it between your ass cheeks all clenched. So am I? At what point in time am I? I obviously have to pull my pants all the way down and take my butt and penis out. Like when does that happen? I feel like that. Kind when of I'm winding just... up for the pitch. Okay. What if you miss and I'm just standing there I at won't. a party of our peers with my butt and penis out? Well, if I miss, then uh, then while, before pulling your pants up, you would f- drop to your knees and the pile of uh, cards on the ground, and you would start searching, going, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And then you finally find the card, and you go, ta-da! But you don't pull your pants up, and then you do it once you find the card. So I'm on my knees, just hold of the wind, just looking through old decks of cards on the floor. Well, hold of friends- the wind, depending on when, where the wind's coming from. You know, it might be opposite. I don't feel like the wind was my main concern in asking that. Um, okay, wait. Actually, I got a better solution because I'm, okay. I'm telling you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up? What's up? So before I throw the cards, you, you know, put you, you uh, put your finger in your mouth, get a little wet. You see yeah. the direction the wind is coming from. That way, you don't have to do hold of the wind. You can just bend in whatever direction is more comfortable for you and go, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, God, oh, God, where's the card? Where's the card? Where's the card? He told me beforehand that it was going to be the uh, uh, Queen of Hearts. Where the fuck is it? Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, fuck. Something like that. But I'm still – but my pants are down and my, my butt's out and my balls are sagging and dragging like a pioneer wagon still though or what? Yeah, no, pretty much. And so uh, I think oh. it's a better trick if you do catch it initially. But, you know, I mean, I guess there could be, like, a drawn-out suspense if you do drop it. So maybe we mix it up sometimes, and and I throw it, like, a little bit to the side. So you get to be fully clothed and just throw a deck of cards at me, and I just got to be all things out, you know? Nothing left to the imagination. I feel like that's kind of a one-sided trick that... Ultimately, would never pay well, off. I throw and, the car, so I throw the cards, and so that's yeah. part of the trick. I'm not. I'm not really confused about the dichotomy of the trick here. It just, it just really is the intent and the is this worth it to my reputation and the end result kind of question. And where I'm right, at. but think if you land it, you if, tell, I, if if so, you caught that between your cheeks, you don't think people are going to be impressed. I, I think it would be one of those things where you're already so shocked that the situation's happening that maybe that would just be a slight temporary distraction of like, oh, that's kind of funny that he caught it. But again, my friend is standing here with his butt and penis out in my living room, and he didn't ask any of us. That might be the main like takeaway. I, I was trying so. to be real creative, and you're really kind of tearing this apart and trying to find ways to not do it. And I feel like you're not being a very supportive friend right now. I'm because, trying to do that. No, and I understand, but I, I feel like there's there's trying to do it and saying you're trying. And I feel like you're saying that you're trying. But I'm hearing a lot of negatives and not a lot of practice or planning to maybe make the <sighs> trick better. You know, maybe, just, we, f- maybe we light the cards on fire. I just feel fun- like uh, my concerns are valid, you guys. But Eddie is so self-assured in everything he's saying, so now it's making me doubt the foundations of my own problems here. So right. So I think what you're saying is that you agree, and that we're gonna figure it, and we're gonna do it. Um, can I th- say yes? Ask to do it. Say yes. Sabrina about it first. If no, say yes right now before you ask Sabrina. Gus, say yes. E- Gus, yes. say yes. It's all you have yeah, to do. Say it. Yes. Yeah. That, it's that easy. It's that easy. And so we're going to do the trick when we go back to parties, and everyone will be wowed by it. And that's that. So why don't you just read the next pregunta? Okay. And I'm really excited to do the trick. I don't and I think everyone, I think we maybe, maybe we'll pull it out when it's uh, 
the Mario Kart Championship. Maybe that's uh, when we'll do it. Okay. I'm just afraid I'd toot the card out on the, at the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> After you catch it, it's it's you like... get nervous and, little, and it just drops to the ground. <laughs> that's when you do the, oh, God, oh, God, oh, fuck. <laughs> it, like, sticks into the wall. <laughs> anyway, join us at our next party to see that. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, at It Is Just Peachy. Asks, what was your school sex education like? Did you feel like you were taught accurate or sufficient information? Um, I think because we had uh, the program for us was in fourth grade. It started for us and it would happen like a set. It was like a couple of times every year for fourth, fifth and sixth grade. And I think they would like do different lessons based on the age we were. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I didn't get a good sex ed until I was in high school and it was a gen ed that I had to do. Um, because I yeah. remember when we were in fourth grade, one of my friends thought it'd be funny to ask the principal cause he was teaching us for some reason. Um, I think it's cause we were pretty low on, uh, uh, men teachers and the principal was a guy. So he like came to answer for us cause you know, they try and do that for sex ed. Um, and he, uh, my friend asked him what masturbation was, which like sounds funny for a fourth grader to ask, but also is a valid question during sex yeah. ed. And he went, uh, Maybe ask your parents about that one. And then I got older and was like, what the fuck was the point of sex ed if you're not going to tell us that? Yeah, it. Ugh, that's so dumb. What a wasted opportunity. Not but in I get that it's moment, uncomfortable because it was yeah. the entire fourth grade of boys sitting on the ground, mm -hmm. like looking up at him. And he's like, what, going to start explaining it? You know, yeah, it's exactly. a super uncomfortable position. I, I remember that we had a talk. It was in either fourth or fifth grade. Uh, this was the only like grade-wide uh, comprehensive sex ed talk that I had. And it was just like this thing that was kind of sprung on us last minute of like, hey, kids, this afternoon, uh, the boys are going to split off and the girls are going to split off and we're going to have a hygiene talk. It was called a hygiene talk. Oh. And, <clears throat> and what happened was from our perspective, because I can only speak to the boys' experience, is uh, it was literally just a talk about like, cleanliness and like body odor and shit and just like they just said it without getting into remotely even the most surface level specifics like your bodies are going to start changing your voice might be a little lower they i don't even know if the word puberty was mentioned you know and then really? at the end i remember at the end they sent us home with uh a bunch of little mini sampler Old Spice Fiji Dude, <laughs> like things. We got we got Old Spice ones too, but I think it was before the the rebrand. So it was just like classic Old Spice. Oh, dude, I don't know, man. Old Spice has some great fucking scents. I love Fiji and shit. Something about me, the OG scent of Old Spice, it smells like poison to me. It yeah, smells no, I mean, so fucking terrible. When we, for people that are slightly younger than us, and I think we saw the very end of it, is like when we were kids, Old Spice was like your grandpa's deodorant. And mm -hmm. they had like one of the most monumental rebrands I've ever seen was just making funny commercials. But oh, like, yeah, yeah I, I, Fiji's the, the deodorant I use, but yeah, yeah I, didn't, great. I didn't use the original one. When it was, you remember when it was just, it was just the red, like, red Old tube, Spice? Blue yeah, stick. Uh -huh. Yep. And it's like, yeah. like, and the flavors of it, like, old, like Fiji, and there's some good swagger flavors that are out there. Flavors, as if they're not scents. Uh, like, those oh, are flavors. Great out I there. take a bite out of Fiji every once in a while, you know? Yeah, man. Terry Crews said it was okay on the commercial. He said, yeah, man, bite that. Take a bite of your old spice, my guy. That's and then my he favorite went, ah. line. 
Ah, I'm biting my old spice. Ah, nga, nga. That's my favorite Terry Crews commercial. Uh, <laughs> open mouth chewing it. <laughs> do it like this at home, kids. Go do this. <laughs> it's like they buy out two minutes of the ad block. I'll wait while you go get the stick of deodorant to join me in eating this. That's a uh, Super Bowl ad right there. <laughs> I hope to see that. Terry C. Let's see you tomorrow. Uh, but we had these little samplers and, and they sent us home and, and uh, that was it. And we heard like some of the girls came back and you know we, we reconvened at recess later and we're like, what'd you guys talk about? And I guess the girls talked about like, you know, obviously like menstruation and stuff and they were given like some pads and tampons and stuff like that. But if unless my memory fails me, I cannot think of a single other time that I had any comprehensive sex education in school other than when I got to high school. I had an absolutely you, you ever just have a dude like a teacher or you know guy gal whoever like that is just clearly so fucking wonderful that they yeah. are just this diamond in the rough. And that was my, my fifth and sixth grade teacher and uh, my seventh grade math teacher and then my uh, my English teacher in high school. All just amazing love it. people. I love I love it. We had our the 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 teacher his I'm not going to say his name oh, but he he boy, taught biology and stuff. Uh and he was just just so wonderful, just so so hyper qualified for his position and really gave a fantastic like full comprehensive human uh sexuality talk, but it was in a, a human physiology class that was like the hardest biology class that you had to elect to take, you know? Mm. So other than that, we didn't get jack shit, you know? Like I so I was for you when, then like did you did you have a family talk at all or did you just get like blindsided by puberty? It was I well I was really lucky because my mom is almost to a fault like so just out there with everything about everything like she and I I have so much fucking respect for my mom for that like when you're a kid it's maybe a little embarrassing to have your mom be like straight up about you know like up oh, this is what I am this is what I do you know like my mom like literally would be like, "Kids, sorry, I'm going through menopause right now. Uh, I'm this is what it means." Uh, and she says this shit publicly too. I'm not even trying to be fucking well, weird. Dude, like that's also, who she I is. Mean, that's kind of the way to go, I think. For it's real, so like, refreshing, and I'm like, sure it's it's getting over your own awkward and uncomfortableness as a, a parent. I think because you know, obviously, we're not parents, mm-hmm. and it's like doing I think the right thing for your kids by overcoming the kind of awkwardness of it. Oh, yeah. And it's just like being so blatant out there. Like my mom has no time and I so fucking respect her for it. She has no time for just like people beating around the bush with stuff. And just she's just like, we are humans. Here's our bodies. This is what mine is doing. This is what yours is going to do. You know, like she probably when I was age six at the latest, she had already sat us down and been like, hey, listen, you know, you guys, this is what it means to be gay. You might be gay. We accept you. Like, she didn't say you might be gay, you know, but she's like, if you are gay, she's you like, know, like, look to your left and look <laughs> to your right. Spent or statistically one of you. No, but she was just like, hey, like, listen, if you are gay or like transgender or like anything, like, we love you. That's fine. Like, we'll talk about whatever you need to do. Uh, like, just know that there are people that are in this town, in this world, that are not going to be okay with that. They're fucking stupid. Don't listen to them. Let's. Here's what your bodies do. Here's how babies are made. So, like, when I was in sixth grade, I probably had 90% of, like, sex education just Dude. from, like, a biological standpoint already in my head. You and everyone in the audience, round of applause for Gus's mom there. My mom slaps, dude. She is great. She's fucking great. She just is so forward thinking with that stuff. You know, like, we're not always on the same page about everything, but she has always been super, like, lay everything bare. 
of like, boom, this is just how it is with, with a lot of like humanity stuff. Dude, so. I still can't believe how much your mom knocked it out of the park for Booger Wall. Like, I I was trying to keep a straight face as the judge, just being like, this is, like, some of the best content we've ever made. This is, like, the this is just the easiest shit. And it was, like, you and me not even having to do anything for that moment. Your mom just yeah. coming in hot and being I, like, I don't want to be here for long, but I'm going to take this 100% seriously. Oh my <laughs> it was the God. best thing ever. I have so much. I, I don't do it enough, but I, I owe my mom so much credit. Like, she's the one that kicked my ass to get into performing in the first place. She's the one that encouraged me for years before I was even doing YouTube stuff to get out and make movies and everything. And whether it's like her dropping through for Booger Wall or being behind the camera in God's Country, or like doing the God on the Roof shit, she is so clever. Like a lot of that stuff just is actually her, like her getting on me for the GD stuff or whatever. Like that's her. But she gets it. I don't need to give her like direction. She just gets and knows how to play the the doting mom character sometimes or the like yeah. chastising mom like and and, and I want to tell you folks too sometimes like my mom almost to a fault will check the comment sections and see reception and let me know like people really like this one or like ah looks like people didn't really like that sketch you know oh man and and, and every time that like you guys will make like a meme about her or like have any sort of like appreciation for her. I guarantee she reads it and I know that it makes her feel really good. So thank you for doing that kind of stuff. I, I appreciate it. I pass along memes to her and like if I see a nice comment, like I will send that her way. She's a very creative person and doesn't always have the opportunity to be able to express herself creatively. So I thank you guys for doing that with both my mom and my dad. That's awesome. Anyway. Also, I know, I know you, uh, understandably with sequels never want to like make too many you got to keep god's country going forever it's just I, like yeah it's always I, fun it's i will be doing fun. that yeah i th- yeah i thank you dude yeah like i really appreciate it that's uh it, i i want to be doing that one especially uh as long as i can uh that's just so i think fun. one thing for us too and and for uh uh Obviously, this will be big for for people watching our podcast. Is we Gus and I had a conversation. I don't know what was it like a couple of weeks ago, where we were like, "Man, we were not shooting enough stuff together before yep. everything. We were hanging yep. out, but we weren't making as much content as we'd like to together." Mm-hmm. And I, dude, I can't wait to get into sketches and the Gus Nutty Go videos after this. Oh my like, God, oh. and even just like, oh, the Mario Kart tournament. Oh man. There's so it's much be shit. So fun. There's just so much shit. Like uh, if anything, I'm almost overwhelmed in the best possible way of like I how am I going to balance all this like overload shit when it gets done cuz it's like immediately I'm like I want to take Sabrina out on dates and go eat at ramen restaurants and see Groundlink shows and stuff. But then it's like, okay, well, I have all my... I got to fucking hang out with Eddie and Tony and Sven and Jakey. Like, let's do some fucking boy stuff. Gus and Eddie, go. Let's just do sketches and bits and That's shit. That's where... Yeah, I'm Ugh. also conflicted because it's... And I'm, I'm sure... I actually would like to hear uh, some people uh, who listen to the podcast, how they feel on it, where, like, the month when things... Like, when people are starting to be vaccinated and stuff. Like, let's say the most normal month whenever mm-hmm. it is back i people are people gonna be watching youtube like should we stock up videos to upload then should we just disappear like I, I we'll know. still do the podcast but like i that's where i'm conflicted where i'm like i want to make so much content but also i want to do everything everybody's also been waiting to do you mm-hmm. know absolutely absolutely and my brain is usually not good at deciding when those things happen so we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see we'll see let it roll but uh i'm just stoked uh, i'm so fucking stoked Dude, especially now, like, we can just do Gus and Eddie Goat, and we can just go to a random fucking city for the weekend, just for the fun of it. 
Easy. Yeah, and just fuck around and film shit, you know? Bring some boys yeah. with us sometimes, you know? Easy mode. Yeah. That's so fun. Or, or you know, bring our girlfriend sometimes or something like that. Gross. Okay. <laughs> don't be. So I don't want to be weird. I just wanted. Mm-hmm. I was just. It's, oh God! I didn't like that noise. <laughs> wow. I really didn't like that noise. I was just just panicking. Was so that whatever. an ooh? What was that? Ooh. That was just me going. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Speaking of Mario Kart, I got one here for you, Eddie. Okay. At I like James T says, if you could add a new item to Mario Kart, what would it be? Can I mention something real quick before answering? Yes, sir. I had one of my highlights of my comedic career yesterday. Sven was dreaming or streaming Mario Kart 8, and I came into chat and I said, more like Poopio Fart 8, and then uh, I left, and that Damn. was it. Oh my and I God. felt pretty good about it. So, sorry, what was the question? So that's why he ended his stream early last night? Yep. Wow. He, was, he was crying about it. I guess he was lying about one of his Joy-Cons dying having to end the stream. It really was that. Yeah, no, he called me, and all I heard was, he can't keep getting away with this. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that he was too distraught to say it himself, and he was just holding it up to the TV while Jesse said that on Breaking Bad. Yeah, he was just binging through Breaking Bad, and he was like, this is the perfect scene to show Eddie. What's up? (laughs) It's heartbreaking. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, Add a new item to Mario Kart. Oh, man. Oh, huh. Are we talking real answers or bit answers? I don't know about you. And no judgment, but every answer I've ever given on the podcast has been a real answer. So, totally. Oh, yeah. No, I was just saying if we were going to maybe flip the script and finally answer something uh, as a bit, but I guess okay, we're not. Thank God. Thank God. So, okay. I think was... the first I would add, okay, hear me out, right? Yep. It, for any character, it's not specific, there's a, a new item called Lil Luigi. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny Luigi. He doesn't, when you. <laughs> When you use him, you set him down. He's got tiny little legs. He runs faster than any cart, and he's got a gun. Okay. And so little Luigi runs up next to you, and this is his voice. So he goes, who will it be? And you have to choose the character on a little menu, and he goes and he fucking kills him. He shoots him <laughs> in the head, and they're done. for the re- Like, you can't boot up that character in the game anymore. Like that's like a permadeath for another character, dude. If you do it to Bowser, Bowser's go- you can never like. And you know what happens if you go to select Bowser? Uh, the little Luigi shows up. He goes, "Nothing to see you." <laughs> Wait, so, so he's, a li- he's got little arms, but the thing is, he's got little legs and little arms. But the the gun is a Desert Eagle, and it's full size. So he has to grab it real big and use his full arm to pull the trigger. So he so he uh is literally holding the trigger with both hands and he's pulling the trigger and the butt of the gun into his chest to pull the trigger. Yeah, and also he wraps his little legs around the um what would it be the base of the gun? What's the what's the name of where you the, the grip, grip the grip. Yeah. Um so he he wraps his little legs around the grip and he pulls and he squeezes and he never misses a shot. So so let, I just wanted just the logistical breakdown of what you said, just because it sounds right, but I just want to make sure. So when you are racing and it's full speed, full sound of all the carts buzzing, all the little, all the shit going off, Luigi and a smaller version of him will run faster than well, your wait, cart. So it's it doesn't have you don't even have to be Luigi. You can be Mario and use the item Lil Luigi. Exactly. So I'm Mario and I'm racing and Lil Luigi runs up and catches up with my 150cc cart and at it, and, and that volume he goes, will it be? Like that and I can hear him and then a menu pops up and I need to stop racing but well, go yeah, and it, click can, on someone. 
you can use uh, kind of like a joystick or something to kind of move it while you're going, and, and you don't have to stop racing during it. A different jo- or, another you know what? joystick. How about this? How about this? When you do the menu, yeah. Lil Luigi hops in your cart, and he goes, I got this. And you can do the menu, and he drives for you. But he's really bad with road rage. And so you <laughs> want to choose it as fast as possible, or else he might put you in danger. Also, there's a chance... And he, listen, there's a chance that if you if you piss Lil Luigi off, you know the at the start of every race the the guy on the cloud. Yeah, he he is known to sh- he shot that guy. He shot him before. Don't like people on clouds. And I was like, what the fuck, man? You know, that seems like it's a real like, blanket statement in the Mushroom Kingdom. That's like half yeah. the people. It's a lot of the people. There's a lot of people on clouds. So and what so, do you what do you? Did any more races start after that? Cause that guy kind of kicks everything off. Yeah, no. So now Lil Luigi stands in a bikini with a flag, and he fires the gun into the air when you start. <laughs> what? Does it come down? I mean, that the bullet? <laughs> yeah, that's a real I risk. I mean, sure. Hopefully, at one point, it's when the track is a little more cleared and all the racers are out. But if you mess up that little speed up in the beginning, maybe, you know, maybe full bullet falls down. You know? Does he control that? Oh, no, no. He <laughs> shoots a gun in the air, and then he runs. He's faster than the cart, so he gets out of there. He goes, scatter. I feel like I'd be too afraid to ever use that power-up. If I hit the mystery box, I'd probably just keep that in the old arsenal for the rest well, of the race. Well, that's the biggest problem is if you don't use Lil Luigi, he gets even more mad. At me? Yeah, not at, and not at your character, at you, Gus. What? And he, does he have, like, he speech to text? He looks to the camera, and he goes... More like dead cat at 3 a.m. No, I don't like that. Why does he know my YouTube references? More like MBM, but dead, dead Jones. <laughs> That's not even rhyme. <laughs> it's not even clever. It's not even clever. He just put the word dead in between the name. I think I would just drive really slowly and, and avoid all the mystery boxes just in case I'd ever get him. And, and I, know, I know you're wondering. Can yeah. you kiss little Luigi? Yes, you can kiss him on the cheek, but not on the lips. How do I do I uh, like put the Joy-Con up to my <laughs> lips and it rumbles in accordance with his heartbeat? So, if you you have to shake the Joy-Con and you're kind of shaking him up and get him in the mood. Yeah. And then he goes, "All right, come here." And he puts his face <laughs> in front of the screen and he smooches the screen and you can you can smooch it or or kiss him on the cheek. He goes, right, so, yeah, plant, plant one on me." So when I'm driving 175 miles an hour, Lil, Lil Luigi's entire face takes up the entirety of the screen That's right. and says, here, plant one on me? Yes. Okay, just wanted to clarify. I just parameters. think it would add an aspect to the game that uh, maybe isn't currently there. I feel like you're saying add and, and your heart means detract. I don't think that's the case. You know, Double Dash had its kind of gimmick, and Mario Kart 8 had kind of its type of thing, but I think Lil Luigi to Mario Kart 9 could really add something. What if he's the only power-up in the game? (laughs) It's just a bunch (laughs) of Lil Luigis running around assassinating everybody. (laughs) Lil Luigi, by the way, is as powerful as three blue shells. (laughs) <laughs> Three um, blue shells at once? It's a, perma- it's a permadeath. So, you know, that's you can't really get that anywhere else. L- Lil Luigi goes in and permanently cuts the brake lines of everyone else's cart and, and then dumps BP crude oil over half the track. Also, every time you use him. 
There's also one issue too is if you're playing against DK, Luigi as a rule he goes won't touch the monkey. <laughs> Why? Because Are they friends? There was a situation where DK saved little Luigi's life and so now he's kind of he can't do anything against him. So he will he will shoot you if you try and put a hit on on DK. <laughs> what what about Diddy Kong, DK's child? He doesn't give a shit about Diddy. <laughs> in fact, he actually feels like he gets in the way too much when him and DK go out drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. that's my idea. What's your suggestion? Two bananas? Fuck you. <laughs> I kind of don't want to play uh, the video game ever again anymore. Um, well, you know, that just means I win. So Okay. I kinda this don't... sounds like a great item for me. I don't want to kind of do the podcast anymore either. I think I'm too bummed out and afraid of little Luigi now. Who will it be? Gus? Make it be Tony. I'm on my way. No, make it be Tony. (laughs) Tony, don't put Luigi. Go ahead, little Luigi. (laughs) Please don't put little Luigi in. Hey, Gus. What, Eddie? Don't turn around, buddy.